Namaste to all. Uh, welcome to EJ Ayurveda Guru Bodha session. So today it will be 80th episode of our uh, Guru Bodha. Uh, one important question related to Vata. So the question is, uh, Sir, Vata Prakruti do have weight loss tendency. So the question is related to Vata and weight loss tendency. What additional effective things can help Vata Prakriti people to maintain a healthy weight for a healthy life? So weight loss, weight losing tendency, Vata Prakriti. So is it uh, directly correlatable? So or uh, what can we uh, consider this, sir? Kindly throw your uh, uh, throw some light on this particular topic related to Vata and weight losing tendency, and what to do if there is weight lo- losing tendency in. Vata Prakriti people. Generally, we need to understand Vata has a typical characters, and that character is very important. Is uh, the first one is Ruksha, followed by Shita, Lagu. All these characters are there. Definitely, these things, particularly Lagu and Ruksha, will influence the person in such a way that he cannot put on the weight because of that reason. Because it's constitutionally in his uh, bija itself, it is. Influenced by Vadudosha in such a way that he will have a lean muscles and comparatively he will be lean and thin. That's the reason we will talk about that is the Prakriti of that. And that Prakriti cannot be changed of any person. But only thing is that in order to maintain that Prakriti, because a Vata Prakriti person is more prone for easily to get it, uh, get uh, you know, Vata diseases very easily. So he can uh, succumb to the Vata disorders like pain dryness and uh, cold and all those things so in order to overcome those things we need to specifically target the lakshanas of uh, vata which is responsible for it for example in this in this vata prakriti a person is lean and thin so we are talking about only that part then definitely it is influenced by the laguguna of the vata so laguguna of the vata doesn't allow the person to become heftier so in order to overcome the effect of laguguna we need to select something which is guru so for that purpose, we need to select some protein-rich products which he could able to digest very easily depending upon his agni. We need to feed on that part of it in order to maintain it. You need no question of whether you will become bulky and your body weight may grow. That may not be the reason. Only in order to maintain it. So when there is a continuous usage of muscles, then there may be the person becomes more and thin and thin and he may lose weight. In order to maintain that part level of weight, of initial weight, we need to um, give a protein-rich contents which can maintain the things. So along with that, generalized vata quenching materials like snehana, something like if it is that done, then definitely that is also going to help a person to maintain his the proper weight. And of course, the other lakshanas of vata prakriti, if it is there, accordingly we can contract by using the uh, contrast uh, qualities, materials which can nullify those effects. So here in this case, losing the weight, in order to maintain the weight, that was the question. So only we can concentrate on how to tackle the Laguguna Vata. So Laguguna Vata can be tackled by Snehana as well as some protein-rich products, which is easily digestible. Okay, thank you, sir, uh, on your input. So, so uh, sir, uh, uh, the point here is uh, the weight-losing tendency. So Vata Prakriti people have a more weight-losing tendency, if it, even if it is a Prakriti, or uh, they're on the thinner side. So here it is uh, a matter of balance like we know different prakrutis have different body frames right from the birth uh, so here uh, anyhow vata prakruti people are thin and uh, basically their uh, lagu rukshaguna as you said rightly said doesn't allow uh, in uh, putting on the weight but the balance is the key factor here they shouldn't uh, allow themselves to go on the worser side of the scale and uh, whatever measures you have mentioned like uh, using sneha and lot more things uh, it, it is more of a balance that so whatever the factors are contributable for uh, uh, vata increase so they shall avoid those things and whatever whatever are contrary they should adapt those things and try to have a balance of uh, uh, vata so that that should be the ideal remedy have a balance whether it is vata pitta or kapha stay in the balance of what uh, the prakriti provides you so there is a reason uh, we need to do that one and uh, of course for a better way in uh, handling those things is why i pointed out sir uh, protein which can be easily captured by everyone otherwise if a concept based uh, thinking then it is better to use a madurasadravya what i would have said uh, what i have said so if madurasadravya if it is given definitely it is guru in nature because of its predisposition of genesis that is which is dominated by prithvi and um, Mahabhuta. 
such type of things will definitely going to help it but in uh, readily if anybody wants to take it i have said a better word it is called a protein rich material which could also be a something like that a protein which is a body building tissue which is basically a prithvi mahabhuta padana and definitely will have uh, typically uh, we have a tendency to develop the mass of the um, muscles so that's a reason we can go for in that direction so okay. otherwise we can use even the ashwagandha using milk ashwagandha powder in a milk something like that or gokshura in milk all these things are madura or balya such type of things which can help to overcome the loss of muscles so these are these are the remedies which need to be considered when the person is losing weight like uh, has a tendency to lose weight in spite of being vata as long as he is in balance and uh, Uh, managing the water balancing uh, for activities and all those things no need to worry so but if the person is having a losing tendency only the interventions need to be uh, brought in right sir that is the one thing second thing is in order to avoid anything which go may for a loss of body weight and all those things it's a periodical maintenance of regular snehana abhyangam nityam achare will definitely will help him to avoid the increase of vata anem and lose the material particularly muscles So if it is abhyangam nityamacharis, then definitely he will be in fine, fine shape. No question of any losing any weight. But he cannot put on his body weight and become a vata prakriti person, become a bulky. No, it cannot possible. He will have its optimum level so that where he can reach, he can maintain that level. Now uh, seeing it the other way, sir, uh, uh, the vata prakriti person already is in a state of balance. The vata is in balance. The person is uh, maintaining what. what more cautions with aging process we know that vata will increase uh, are they are they are these the similar interventions or uh, should be considered or something special he need to do with the aging like uh, fourth decade fifth decade sixth decade as the person progresses in the age so in spite of having a vata balance uh, should he take more cautions like abhyanga anything else definitely so, abhyanga i would rather suggest to the best method to overcome all these things it's not only helps to maintain the skin texture it also helps to maintain the bone mass it also helps to maintain the muscle mass everything everything will be fine with this abhyanga if it is regularly done then definitely it will be very fine thank you sir and uh, i had few patients who uh, keep telling they use the word painful when it is uh, like uh, being extremely on the thinner side or extremely on the bulkier side uh, they tell uh, doctor i am i was extremely like painfully thin and painfully fat so these are the words generally used so if uh, the vata prakriti person since we are speaking here sir so they may have some complex looking at pitta prakriti or kapha prakriti people and want to put on certain mass put on certain weight and also love to look like little bulkier than what exactly they are in such conditions when they have a complex comparison with pitta and kapha prakriti people if they are doing that and trying to include some interventions as you rightly mentioned would it be manipulating the prakriti like vata prakriti person wanting to put on weight will it be wanting to uh, will it be a manipulation in the prakruti or uh, should it still go ahead you cannot deceive the prakruti it's a final you cannot go beyond that so only thing what you can do is that what may be the ill effect or a bad effect or a side effect of your prakruti that you are making you to become prone for certain things that can be maintained by the regular technique of maintaining the or pacifying the vata like abhyanga and swedana followed by that it makes your muscle to be very you know expandable and it if any muscles are very easily expandable and it is not having any resistance then the chances of wear and tear in muscle will not be there so such type of uh, things will not uh, lead into any pain otherwise a vata prakriti person may have if little bit work is done then he may have a lot of pain because of the breakage or wear and tear in the muscles so in order to overcome that that is the best method is to go for abhyanga regularly and followed by swedana then it is that foliation and fermentation combination makes the bulkier muscles softer tender and but of course by the same time it is also having a more extensile capacity so it won't break up easily so that is the reason we need to go for that if it is regularly done then the wear and tear will be avoided uh, then what are your tips sir like for a person who is uh, as rightly pointed out of prakriti we cannot cheat prakriti and manipulate it a vata prakriti person considering to become bulkier and a kapha prakriti person trying to become uh, like vata or pitta by losing weight what has whatever has been bestowed so we have seen trying to manipulate these things definitely plays on our health also because uh, losing and gaining uh, against the norms of the prakriti might be harmful so it's wrong to do or uh, 
to an extent it is okay to do sir see in a capable group person doesn't mean that he should be obese or bulky obese and bulky is ati male sri purusha that is entirely different type of thing regularly one who is having a very compact body and according to the optimum level of anjali and anguli pramana if it is matching then we call as a kapha prakruti if a person is having more fat on that then we are trying to lose that weight by adopting some anti kapha methods and the procedures or the food products but whenever we are using a protocol or a designed course of actions that may lead to reduce your body weight then there is always a chance of causing a damage if it is overdone and if it is overdone then definitely there will be once again wear and tear that needs to be taken care how long one has to go for these other things and for how how far he has to reach where is the end and where he has to stop it that is very very typically we need to understand in a kapha prakruti person if you want to reduce your body weight we need to assess his medha in his not the muscle bulk medha then accordingly we need to reduce it it's only medha that needs to be reduced not the muscle muscle is always good to the if it is present on your bone it will protect its bone strength also this question was an extension of the previous question sir so the question also continues like does prakriti in itself need any treatment uh, guruja sir has rightly pointed out prakriti is prakriti and uh, oh, it need not be manipulated as such uh, the treatment for a prakriti uh, is not needed a balance is very important key Uh, regarding this particular question also sir there are couple of questions here the question was in full does prakriti in itself in itself need any treatment no is the answer as uh, already cl- clarified by this one a vata person has shorter life span should we not try to extend his life span uh, should we not try to prevent the impending vata vyadhis uh, that the person is prone to suffer point of contention that if you leave a vata prakriti person as is without you know without trying to do anything to him to uh, you know by the time he comes to his like 50s and 60s where vata naturally aggravates uh, with with age in the last one third of the life span anybody will have na- vata dominance with that in, in the prakriti also by nature if he is vata prakriti person only so there is uh, there are good chances that the person is going to uh, have a shorter life span and this is by definition the you know it is told in the prakriti analysis i think sushruta achar sushruta mentions that you know vata prakriti person will have shorter life span if it so question is uh, one thing it is very clear that we have to address the issue of vata dosha when whenever there is a disease in a vata prakriti person but say as a mild uh, mild anti vata measure should we not be giving something uh, in terms of therapy or medicine or at least in in terms of diet to keep vata under check so that his lifespan and the quality of life etc uh, increases without any vata aggravation are uh, taking place gurus gurus are your comments on this please uh, should we not try to extend his life span was the question yes sir a vata person has usually shorter life span it is something like a postpartum finding see it's a very very difficult to tell anybody that he will going to live up to only 56 years 62 years 72 years no this is a very very difficult task and such prediction cannot be made then how can we say that the person as somebody who might have died due to various reasons but what the intention of acharyas while explaining is that when we compare the standard pattern of vata prakruti pitta prakruti and kapha prakruti where in a natural course decaying will be because of the body bulk and the mass is less so decaying will be more in older ages and as soon as there will be decaying then there will be easy deaths or early deaths was the predicted one but it doesn't mean that all vata persons will die very early it is also not true if you maintain your regular uh, abhyanga and swedana these procedures and adopting certain uh, madurasa dravyas as per the need and requirement of a condition if you try to maintain then there will be no question on that the other point is same in the samitas we will find other information very clearly it says karshameva varam stolya the one who is lean and thin is vara than compared to a one who is stolya expected thing is that stolya person will die earlier that's even the even the modern medicine also contemplates the same thing those your body weight and bulk is more and heavy then you are more prone for cardiac diseases and early deaths whereas a person who is lean and thin i've seen a person who is lean and thin they will extend up to 80 years 90 years 
very easily they the only thing is maintain the water prakriti's water by using appropriate oleation and fermentation and intermittent consumption of the material which is required to maintain the body bulk that is sufficient in for that to prolong the lifespan treatment assets may not be required but general uh, water balancing measures like uh, certain therapies and diet and lifestyle is sufficient yeah so guru sir uh, almost has covered uh, very important vital points i would like to add on certain things uh, to this lifespan part of uh, uh, guru sir gave two perspectives also like karshameva varam so as it is said on one side karsha is a point of concern on one side we are speaking it as a blessing so here uh, vata itself is a driving force as we know entra tantra daraha recently our uh, uh, dr saujanya was covering uh, the vata uh, vadis introduction in detail entra tantra daraha it is uh, as it has been explained so it is the central force which drives many activities so vata is totally active uh, it is the only force in the body which can push and pull the things pittam pangu kafam pangu all other things pangavo maladatavaha vayuna etra niyante as we said wherever vayu takes pulls pushes things they will be dislodged and also the mobilization everything takes place so it can be understood that throughout the life uh, every movement vata is doing one or the other activity so vata also has typically ruksha lagu and all those gunas so because of continuous activities of vata so generally the body tends tends to get uh, light tends to get dry and lot more things so the balancing things like abhyanga and other things as guru sir rightly pointed out at the beginning of our discussion should be rightly brought into the uh, picture so and we should also see that there is no buffer for vata so like uh, in all prakrutis like the vata system will always have a wear and tear phenomenon so whenever we are having a wear and tear phenomenon we need a buffer something to balance it so the balancing is adapting the vata balancing puts and activities and also giving away those things which can aggravate it can also include our stressful life unnecessarily taking stress which we don't need so if we try to manage almost all those things puts activities and also what we can call it as stress management and other things it will be really good so coming to the lifespan aspect i would like to touch on three uh, points two points in simple way one is a physiological aspect so when we needs to uh, when we are looking at vata prakruti person from a, what we can call it as uh, extending the lifespan perspective that is what we are speaking here the preventive measures already the list has been covered by guru sir so those preventive measures and also the uh, those things need to be taken so vata prakruti person condition number 1 where the person is already in a balance okay so there the person needs to maintain a balance that's it as simple as that so disciplined lifestyle will be a very key po- uh, point or the part which will help in balancing the vata in an already balanced condition of the vata next number 2 is the pathological so one is physiological the first one second one is the pathological let us consider the person has developed some vata disorders or premonitory symptoms of vata disorders towards aging process or whatever it is there there the caution is very important the caution nidana parivarjana so here we will take vyadhi itself as a nidana and try to eradicate it so we will identify the signs and symptoms of vata vyadhi very earlier and try to address that so in that way we will be extending the lifespan of the cells the muscles so whatever it is there so because vata is touching on almost all the principles all the tissues of the body including the excreta everything is under the control of vata so physiological point number 1 balance is the key pathological cure is the key and the third one is the philosophical philosophical aspect of uh, the lifespan we are, we don't know because lifespan for every individual it will be totally different in spite of having all the balance and uh, balancing measures correctly followed in a vata prakriti person we cannot determine whether the person will have a short lifespan or the long lifespan so all these three things uh, physiological pathological and philosophical aspects of uh, the life span needs to be uh, touched upon and the philosophical is one thing the life span uh, what we speak about uh, the ayu and other things we don't know how much is in our account so only after uh, so it may be a sudden declaration so this is the end of it or we don't know till what our life span extends so considering all these things uh, we should be looking at the life span of a vata individual other things is brutapana and consumption of uh, yamakas bruta and uh, taila combinations and also vasti is very important uh, one which 
is preventive and curative also. Uh, Rasayanas from 40s, now if we consider that the average lifespan of uh, the Kali Yuga is less, so what we can go is with some Rasayanas which are really helpful. Brutas also, some Brutas also in the form of Rasayanas can be used. And very importantly, towards the old age, when Vata increases, the bone, joint and muscle health will be very, very important. And the fat is the buffer in our system. So the bone health, joint health, muscle health and the fat health is optimum muscle health. All these things needs to be balanced. And last but not the least, Vata will hit, tend to hit the marmas, especially towards the aging process. We need not have any nidanas. The increasing Vata, if it is not balanced, it will definitely hit the marma. So also finding uh, the symptoms of the marma bigata, where those uh, uh, symptoms are there in which marmasthana, addressing those uh, things with preventive measures uh, will be another point of uh, uh, concern and very importantly the proneness the proneness vata prakriti since they will be prone to get some disorders if we can manage them in the prodromal condition or in an earlier condition uh, always having a vision that they might develop these problems will be uh, very important and last but not the least uh, look into the family history family history of the problems if uh, on an average everybody is vata prakriti people in the family uh, and what average problems or disorders those people, the ancestors are having, including the parents, and try to even make a guesswork and a protocol for the person that these people also may hire those problems once they enter into their uh, late 40s or 50s or 60s and uh, try to have a balance of their diet, life activities, stress and almost all the things. So these are the points I just want to add. Thank you. So one important uh, we can add in the regular protocol of maintaining health, for particularly of uh, Vata persons is Matra Basti on a daily basis or a, on a day-to-day -day basis or maybe in alternate days. So Matra Basti with Kirabala definitely will going to help in a much bigger way. So that is easy and be even uh, without any help also. The person in the individual can also take it very easily. Uh, related to this, there are a few questions here. Uh, first one is, yeah, and Dr. Saujana Kashyap made a valid point saying that Rasayana and Vajikarana therapies can surely sustain life of any Prakriti person, including Vata Prakriti. So probably need not put an special effort just to prolong the life of Vata Prakriti person uh, in particular, a uh, valid point there. And this coming to this question, what are the prime treatments for nourishing Majja Dhatu level for a Vata dominant person? Tikta Grita Basti, Tikta Grita internally, Maha Tikta Grita or Gugula Tikta Grita will help to reduce the Vata, particularly at Majja Dhatu level, as well as nervous tissues and nerve tissues. Peculiarly, Asti Majja Dhatu Gata, this Tikta Grita Basti, Maha Tikta Grita, Gugula Tikta Grita will do wonders. This is the slok of Gugula Tikta Grita, I am rightly as pointed out by Gurada sir. Tatsayutam vidhamati prabalam samiram sandhi asti majjagatam apiyata kushtam idrak. So it addresses the sandhi asti majja and also nadi urana, deep tissues, arbuda, bhagandara, so on and so forth. That another point we need to understand is prabala samira. Very clearly it is said prabala samiram. Very high natured vata, dominant vata if it is also affecting, then also we can use this. So any damage which is of pravara nature, that can also be you uh, suppressed by using Google Tita Grita. Like we have told many many times, this is also available in uh, in the form of capsule now. Could you please elaborate on aushadis to increase mamsa dhatu in a vata person? Gokshura churna in dugda. Gokshura in dugda. Uh, also this Mahamasha Taila especially. Uh, the... Mahamasha Taila Abhyanga Chagalya the Grita Sevana. And, and also those for those people who are accustomed with non-vegetarian non diet, going with the similarity, Mamsa Rasa can also be a choice. Right? Ashwagandha Rasayana, Ashwagandha Kshira Paka should also be ideal choices. Bala preparations, Kshira Bala internally. The question is like, how do we address the aggravation of Vata Dosha where the individual is experiencing severe pain in the nerves and muscles at the neck, shoulders, eyes, head, back, the whole spinal cord. This is experienced even with little strain of traveling or bending neck or while doing shopping. Though it looks like a classical Vata symptom, you know, a detailed case case sheet might be required and uh, probably the medicines etc that we already have discussed also addresses some of these issues guru sir please when a patient complaining of aggravation of vata and experiencing a severe pain particularly in muscle neck shoulder eyes head back and whole spine card and these things are there 
first of all i would like to know in this your condition how long these things are there if it is a chronic natured condition then we need to assess at least a few things like whether any autoimmune conditions are there or any thyroid issues are there or even some you know typically ana factors anti nuclear antibodies something like that so all these things if it is checked up then we can finalize if it is a simple vata without these autoimmune and thyroid issue or ana issue and these other things definitely we can go for a simple abhyanga and all these things of vata nature will definitely will come down there are anti vata measures that we have discussed if the vata is the only culprit then whatever we have discussed already uh, covers that issue even it is autoimmune disorder also that in the treatment protocol remains almost same because it won't change the purpose but the outcome of the treatment will not be of much uh, you know uh, in a favorable one it may be the outcome is kari or siddhi will be little bit compared to the, the other way where, where there is no autoimmune disorders and there was this another big news this is a notification from iit hyderabad if i'm not wrong yes mtech in medical device innovation self sponsored category meaning there is no aid etc so you need to cover your own expenses for this if you want to take a structured hands on project based program suitable suitable for industry professionals or healthcare professionals a unique masters degree program to foster the development of world class affordable medical devices to address the existing gap in the country so it's a master degree so one has if one has to go there he has to have a, a degree for sure and of course there will be an entrance test it's not like anybody can do that still going for the duration is 2 years like it's told here eligibility criteria it says like the biomedical engineering branch of course they will be involved because medic- medicine and engineering uh, fusion point is biomedical engineering engineering physics instrumentation computer science all this ai mechanical engineering because some equipment building biotechnology chemical engineering goes on and on and on and then the msc in any discipline and then there is mbbs of course they would want to enter and now there is this bams which is very welcome step finally somebody is recognizing <laughs> that we are worth of something it's a very important thing the anyone who has designed this course and all things definitely a thought of thing ayurveda there are n number of ayurveda colleges and practitioners across india but we have got lot of medical equipments which is suitable for mbbs and such other things but in ayurveda in the name of any equipment right now it's a very very few are not at all there so in anybody based on the concepts of ayurveda using the ia artificial intelligence or something like that so design certain uh, equipments like uh, just like something if you put a cough to the ran and it will say what is your prakriti or what is the present tem- the temperature or something like that based on that whether your pitta is high pitta is low or something like that that is gives in a form of a graph or something like that or it gives something in a quantitative or countable way it can be expressed such things will come definitely it will just to open up the ayurveda way of practice into a different world altogether of course i'm i'm just anticipating all these things happen so in future the things may happen in this way when ayurvedic doctors will also have in their own uh, innovative uh, you know equipment for purpose of our own way of practicing things and it is going to even evaluate our uh, treatment protocol and the outcome of the treatment which is can be measurable and quantifiable with using these equipments and also sir i mean if it is say that innovation can also go to our uh, instruments which we use for example a shiradara mes- machine or even say basi treatment you know uh, optimizing for the right pressure and everything because in the basi the errors can be the manual errors can be big so that can be that can be minimized or even nullified if the technology is applied correctly and uh, an- another one is like a wherever this shiradara or uh, such such things are there the and and e- even for that matter if the just for the quality control in terms of somebody is doing abhyanga and if he has some uh, if the therapist has in his hand some signal uh, which is getting relayed back to the back to a machine to just check how much pressure is being applied so uh, uh, so e- even in that therapeutic instruments and equipments also there is huge scope and also even if it is say modern research or even if we say out and out diet and calorie based some modern research having an ayurveda doctor in the team will always 
brings that wholesomeness to the uh, to, to that particular research program to come up with say modern diet pro protocol and so on and so forth and uh, was wasanta reddy ji is chiming in she is uh, a phd and you know she is actually involved in clinical trials uh, she chimes in and says uh, with so many variables con uh, being considered in ayurvedic treatment a development of uh, uh, algorithms and artificial intelligence will be useful there is now with chat gpt and many other things coming uh, you know starting from smaller startups to bigger institutes like infosys infosys tcs etc everybody is thinking of of how to incorporate that and with that uh, you know chat gpt and uh, it has suddenly created a huge amount of interest in the artificial intelligence improvement and one of the uh, you know big advantage with this artificial intelligence in particular is that it can take many variable uh, variable data components like uh, wasanta reddy ji has Uh, rightly pointed out here do those calculations which is which is possible for a human being but it would take say one week it can do it in say 30 minutes to one hour so this is going to change how the how, how the technology gets incorporated into human life and you know probably with this uh, with artificial intelligence and new technologies coming in even the how we are doing the clinical research even the modern clinical research that is being done can be rewritten so that we may need we may not need so many patients and so many things uh, you know so many parameters to test and you know, there should be an inter artificial intelligence way to uh, arrive at conclusions with maybe smaller set of patients itself so that also looks exciting also with so many levels of uh, measures measures of nodi mechanizing can be very useful in accurate measurement and one of the one of the taboos with nadi pariksha is though many equipments have come it, it is still a very subjective test even with the many different equipments are there because it was told in uh, it came publicly in the shark tank episode where uh, one nadi pariksha this one was startup was evaluated and you know one of the sharks sitting there told that she has already gone through many of the devices and each device gives their own interpretation which is not consistent nadi tarangini is once a device but uh, so in innovation can happen and uh, it can break through new avenues and new opportunities which we are which is not visible at this moment and on behalf of all the ayurveda community it is uh, uh, it probably is one of the right platforms to uh, thank iid uh, hyderabad to considering us and another thing that i want to say to the ayurveda community probably is a taboo or due to some reason and it, a bms doctor always thinks that for completing his this one he is going to see patients and he is going to see uh, you know he is going to be in a clinic or he will join an ayurveda nursing home so on and so forth and whenever whenever i recently we uh, advertised for a job and uh, we clearly mentioned that it is like a full time job and you know the candidate needs to be in uh, mangalore and all those things applications will come we got around say 40 50 applications and most of them are like i mentioned it as full time they'll think that it oh it, it is only say video editing and article writing and this that so it should be part time i i, I can do part time also and all so because i mean, it is not like advertising i mean we got a good candidate that's a different thing uh, my only advice or a friendly tip to upcoming bms students and the doctors community is to take technology li a little bit more seriously you can carve out a huge career out of it if you persevere enough and of course you have to learn so many things which which you have not learned and you have to you know cope up with many different many different people from marketing to technology to mechanical engineer to artificial intelligence scientists so you have you have to you have to know how to gel well with these people and understand different information coming out and you know making your own decisions this is also a technology is also an important arena in which you can go and make a successful career and if if it if the startup goes to a billion dollar valuation and all probably you're going to get get richer through this way than the regular clinical way i'm not undermining the importance of clinic ayurveda medicine clinics and such things just that i just want everybody to open your eyes to the technology field definitely this area it's a new one for ayurveda people this only not only helps to create the new new devices which can be used for us and of course when the already certain devices are there they may not be giving you some standard patterns then comes the other project of standardizing these equipments the first thing is some breakthrough innovations so that we can have some thing which is right now there is nothing 
So when compared to that one, at least let, let us have something as a device which can be used. And if it is not giving us the right thing, then we can go for standardization with another project on that. So that can be done in the later stages. So fine tuning is always and course correction is always there for the equipment and that's why they always the equipment will go on updating themselves and the new models will be produced. Similarly, we can do definitely in these things. Definitely, it's a new area where an Ayurvedic doctor will uh, try to evaluate the importance of equipments in the practice of Ayurveda and where and all we can introduce the equipments. So that's one thing. Then second thing is then standardization. So definitely when we do it, most of the things will become in a streamline. And to some extent, yeah, for now, for example, this Apple Watch as is can predict if a person is entering into a cardiac arrest. They, they have the technology and they have implemented it. Just that they cannot, they cannot advertise it or they cannot push the marketing with that claim because if that, that claim is made in big, uh, big letters, capital letters, then it, it would come under the purview of FDA, Food and Drug Administration, and in the US specifically. And when it comes to US FDA uh, purview, then the Apple Watch, which is a consumer device, becomes a medical device. So then the manufacturing of medical device, all those norms uh, get, uh, get in their way. That's why they are not pushing their Apple Watch into this. Not only Apple, even say Samsung, other things are, uh, happen, uh, you know, innovation is going on and many other devices could be there to just check the this one. And nowadays, uh, even rings are available, which would, uh, which would just keep on collecting the data regarding the blood circulation and how, uh, you know, how our fingers are moving and all those things. Uh, and, and that data gets collected over a period of time and they, they can draw a graph of how heart is functioning, circulatory system, this, that, uh, everything can be uh, measured. And uh, so that is another point. And uh, yes, sir. So well said that I think uh, there was a flow. I didn't want to interrupt you went with the flow and uh, also went with the flow and beautiful points were already summarized and also enlisted regarding technology Ayurveda. Yes, one point is uh, technology is a welcome uh, sign always in Ayurveda. We should uh, go according to the yuga, according to the what what is being going on. Adapting new things into our system is uh, not wrong. So, but uh, without compromising the basics of Ayurveda, if technology can be inculcated into our system, uh, that will be really good. So, technology uh, doesn't mean that we will lose our vata pitta kapha end route and we will replace some other terms and technology will dominate the science. So participating and in, uh, inculcating and also accepting the technology uh, is one side, but leading the technology is another side. If Ayurveda doctors can lead the technology, technological team, as you rightly said, the ad which has been put on, which includes Ayurvedic doctors, so where we can take lead in certain projects and have a team under us. And if we can direct uh, some senior Ayurveda doctors who are also into the research field be present there, take a lead and also direct the team what exactly we want, what technology is needed for Ayurveda, to what level without compromising the basic. And as Guruja sir rightly pointed out, the standardization, later we can come up to that point of standardization uh, after experimenting a lot. It takes maybe ages, many few years before we come to that particular point. But yes, technology is important without compromising the things we can take into those things. Uh, I have heard many Ayurveda hospitals like running and rushing in a hurry. Uh, this is the sad thing. One example I want to give is uh, the Vasti Dravya where uh, a chronology of mixing the Dravyas has been mentioned. So while preparing the uh, medicated enema, uh, there is a chronology of mixing of uh, the things. Okay, sign the one Makshikam's name in that particular order. Uh, some hospitals, some doctors, what they're doing is uh, suddenly they're uh, going into uh, what we can call it as uh, like uh, a filter coffee or an instant coffee, instant enema mixture. So like putting everything, all those components which have been mentioned in the Shastra in a mixer or a grinder, grinding them and then giving it as an enema. So, okay, technically there is a mixer which, which can mix these components into one, one thing. So like, and it can be given as an enema, but when you wait, when that Vastidrava, uh, which has been put into the mixture, when it is put into a glass transparent can, and if we watch that, they will settle in different layers. Definitely, de depending on the density and other things. Ayurveda is so beautiful that when preparing a Vastidrava, there are so many thick components which do not easily mix with each other. We need to grind them manually. We need to mix them one after the other, why the chronology has been set. And if everything is put in the mixer, and churned and when we put it in a transparent jar we can see different five six different layers being formed and that is not the method of giving the vasti when it is given it can produce harm leave, leave apart uh, curing some diseases or something 
it can definitely harm the patient so this is technology used in the worst possible way there is a mixer and grinder my skill tells that i will use that for preparing a vastadravya and the point of homogeneous mixture is lost there uh, the religious approach has been uh, the textual or what we can call it as shastra that touch of shastra was lost there so when technology is involved and when we program some machine for preparation of vastidravya in a easier way as hebber sir rightly pointed out which that which takes 7 to 10 days might be finished in half an hour preparation and there are so many things which we can like basmas kupi pakparasayanas for everything technology can be used and we should the experiment go should go to the that particular level the research should go to that level that a medicine prepared by hand the vastidravya which has been prepared with my hand what results it was giving the same results or even a little better result if the technology uh, the vastidravya prepared with technology is given then what else do we need so for that an ayurvedic doctor or a team of doctors should lead the research team and tell that uh, including the technology and also the machinery aspect since we are speaking about that that is a wonderful topic what we are discussing today if they can lead and tell and uh, be very clear in this is exactly what we want after the machine comes into ayurveda so then so from handmade pills we have already gone to the machines handmade kashayams we have already gone to the kashayam churnams and other things so there there are some innovations and also but structural and also the method of preparations are changing but as long as the results are not compromised it is a welcome sign so for that uh, the doctors who are very much specialized in this should be the guiding uh, lines they should take the lead in the technology and also try to get into that so this is what i wanted to tell uh, without compromising if technology is taken and we, if we can give better results in quick time that is technology better used in ayurveda virtual reality is another one that uh, is getting famous i think one one ayurveda college is already using like a dissection on a virtual body so that we get to know the layers of the muscles etc very well so so that is already happening sir so as come to the technology as i seen uh, one of the best preparation of kupi pakpa by using the modern preparations by using the furnace but uh, in our college as i studied in bellary where i seen that uh, horizontal and vertical furnaces are there one is used for basmas and one is used for kupi pakpas but other than that the best technology has been used in uh, as everybody know that in dehradun there is a cancer institute of there dr balendu prakash sir in that uh, cancer institute sir i saw that uh, there is an a specific instrumentation is there for uh, specifically for kuti uh, pakpa preparations and they are not going to use as regular as uh, uh, bottles bead bottles as we are going to use in paper they are having their conical flats with a specific uh, shape and as well as their coating also be it's a silica mud they are going to be used and along that the major thing is the instrumentation what they are having they are having the just as an furnace but they are having in a temperature scanner specific is the temperature scanner is this how we are going to use the kramagni urdu madhyama and tikshna that the temperature they have been feeded and it is graphically it has been showing in that temperature scanner it is the best way how the kupi course they have been preparing by using the modern technology and they are collaborated with one of the russian companies that instrument is not at all available in anywhere in this in the so uh, okay. thank you that's yeah definitely one of the ways in which is going to improve is medicine manufacturing like like you have definitely told and there are like a from very simple protein there's this alpha fold company which is basically all the which is giving the real 3d images of all the proteins of the body uh, and there is this neural link of elon musk which is on the way to produce a sort of a artificial artificial brain so that his idea is to plant chip in the brain of of the patient so that it will give it will give out specific vibrations or uh, simulations to the brain so that the particular brain uh, part is activated or this can be that pathway can also be used to drug delivery of say in very minute dose because the drug is directly entering to the brain and act- activating his his idea is that this technology will be useful uh, specifically in say paralysis case bring back bring back the limbs which which are not moving at all in case of like hemiplegia and what not and also specifically in alzheimer's case where the 
patient where still we do not have any specific remedy for that and so these are just a few examples and many 3d printing precision medicine and another thing is like a crispr technology which analyzes the dna many technologies are going on and if we if we hire the people do not hop on to it then we may lose some advantage so probably that's a a wrap on this topic. Dr. Garuna has written, just my feeling being from the tech field as Dr. Dagram touched, there's a difference between human touch and handmade formulations versus machine touch. Also, the energy effects of many of these technologies are not touched at all. But, you know, many of the uh, equipments are becoming energy efficient because for the large corporates, especially in the technology field, and being energy efficient and being green compliant is becoming a top priority. Because I'm making a cow using a machine versus with our hand there's a big difference in the health of the cow and surely in the milk. I mean, this this counter argument will always be there. But at least we can use our technology would be to reduce the human error and give a consistent give a consistent treatment with like specific quantity of medicines or therapies, so on and so forth. So for for example, the full body dara now it is now rather than a human being doing it you would just watch it whereas a machine does it it would ensure that the dara oil is uh, well distributed in all parts of the body of course there will be a human attached uh, you know no technology will technology might not become so much self-sufficient that human can be erased out of it for example even when the dara is going on if the patient has some uh, symptoms or he has a pain in particular pain and stiffness in particular part of the body then dara should be made in that area more than the other where human intervention is required we are not like trying to take away the human intervention of and trying to bring human in intervention to zero level it is just that that i do the therapies and diagnose from diagnosis to therapies to well-being to food technologies everything if it is if technology is blended the human errors can be taken away and the patient will be benefited. This kind of idea of chip in the body, going back to the roots and prevention is also important. And to this point, there is this, you know, chip in the body is a highly invasive procedure. Probably we are not like ready for that yet. So what Elon Musk's idea is there is that, you know, in a patient of like Parkinson's disease or uh, Alzheimer's or, you know, who are totally bedridden and all, in, in them, their, their quality of life is severely affected in them. Putting a chip is fine. For the rest of us normal people, what he's, uh, in, in one of the interviews, he, what idea he has is to develop kind of a cap, that inside of the cap, because wearing a cap is so very common inside of the cap will be say having some wires and that will create some you know that will collect the data or in stimulate wherever is required and and, all. and uh uh, and there is this question of uh, please provide thoughts on radiation or uh, prana depletion from using bluetooth devices or e even for that matter the wi-fi devices wi-fi radiations and all we are like heavily reliant on modern research on this we, we have to go with what they are saying saying and of course there is always this research bias because they in the manufacturers may would want to influence the research in a certain way so that that we cannot rule out but considering that this uh, i mean maybe due to you know wi-fi radiations and all those things or just how crazy is the social media and the human use of it and all, all those things are there it is safe to say that the in terms of like a focus calmness of mind peace in, uh, in all these areas, we are sort of losing out. Maybe due to the, may not be due to radiation, just, just due to the erratic way uh, in which we are using these technologies, that could be the challenge here. So there is, like somebody has pointed out, prana or energy fears are def definitely, there is some, some affection in a bad way is going on. And uh, presently there are many equipments, modern equipments, uh, they tend to have uh, radiation, but uh, they always say that it is a non-ionizing radiation. So it will not be going to hurt anybody as such. Maybe there is a masking some claims or real information. I don't know. But in that public domain, it's the presently this is the situation with the even the mobiles and the, all those things. So till now we don't find such things. But of course, 
due to various factors and reasons the cancers are increasing in the society and it may not be a single factor it be usually multifactorial so we need to understand and even observe we need to observe that But as well as the mechanization or using of i mean bringing a equipment into the field of ayurveda practice i always welcome this is a very good idea definitely it will give you much more confidence in what you are practicing because most of the times when you say that we talk about those things which is intangible in a nature it cannot be even touched so we not feel that when whereas in the modern medicine if a person goes and there will be some equipment will be made to lie on this one and some photo is taken something and at the end of things we will be having some film in his hand some cassettes some cds something like that he will have that my health record is there in this you will have some feeling something like that we need to have some the sort of the type of technology we need to adopt and bring a thing which can measure the outcome of the ayurveda treatment or which can guide us through the ayurveda treatment for example by using an infrared uh, one, we can identify where is the exact place of uh, pain and you can the body may i mean the instrument may suggest to go for a such type of uh, massaging there and using this particular oil because it it's emitting such a type of radiation there so there will be temperature of this much So suggesting something that the inflammation is a much high or moderate or low something like that some gradation these are things if it is done definitely will have a typically a different way of practicing a ayurveda will come and of course of course along with that we will definitely have uh, something called quantification and evidence based practice will much more higher in future to get to that level and and there is also this big uh, lacrimine ayurveda is that we are just copying the modern tools of research and trying to blend in with ayurveda and there is big confusion you know i mean everybody says that ayurveda should have its own specific research protocol we can only hope that the upcoming technologies will help us derive such protocols which which is which are more wholesome more comprehensive considering all ayurvedic points not leaving any ayurvedic points so in, in that way things are moving and it 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 is it, it is a good science uh, what we can uh, conclude and co- considering the radiation etc everybody is aware and are aware of it you know 5g technology and so on and so forth even the manufacturers and the technology people are also con- considering ways in which they can reduce the energy intake and maximize the output of the workload so not not only the, in the energy even in in terms of safety also many things are going on it's not like we, we you know technology is bad we cannot conclude uh, as such this point of time namaste